Hello, word nerds. How are you doing today? Welcome to the dictionary. This is my podcast and my name is Spencer. How are you? I'm great. So what what are we going to say in this episode? We will find out. We will both find out together. The first word in this episode is cybersecurity. All one word. We're still in the cyber section. That'll be about half of this episode. Maybe a little less, actually. Cybersecurity. Noun from 1994. Measures taken to protect a computer or computer system against unauthorized access or attack. And the example of the, uh, the computer system might be the internet. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how people are hacking computers through the internet. And uh, cybersecurity is things that you can put in place on the computer, on the internet, on the things and the stuff to make it harder for people to to hack, to attack your computer, your system. And they do it unauthorized. They are not authorized to be getting into your computer systems. Oh, uh, my sound effect shall be... Next is cybersex. It's in the book. Uh, this is one word. Noun from 1991. Um, yesterday, yesterday's episode had cyber porn, which is from 1992. What is why are why were they different years? I wonder. That's interesting. So, cybersex number one. Online sex-oriented conversations and exchanges. You know, it's talking to people over the internet in a cyber way, talking about sexual stuff. It has the word exchanges. I think that should be, in this context, sex changes, but not sex change, just like sex changes. You know, you're exchanging, you're talking about, you get it. Okay, moving on. Number two, sex-oriented material available on a computer. And an example would be cyber porn, even though nobody uses that word. Next word is cyberspace. One word, noun, from 1982. The online world of computer networks and especially the internet. The whole cyberspace world. I love those movies from, you know, around this time, the 80s, the 90s. When the internet was new and interesting and, you know, kind of this unique novel thing, like the Lawnmower Man. And uh, yeah, it's just fun to go back and look at those movies and see how how kind of silly our, the portrayal of cyberspace was. If you haven't seen the Lawnmower Man, you got you got to go see it. You got to see it. It's available, I'm sure cyberspace i don't know i don't think i have anything else to say about that it's the space for the cyber stuff we learned about cyber yesterday (laughs) next is cyber surfer (laughs) one word noun from 1993 one who surfs the internet i guess it's great that they have all these cyber words because they are still sort of in use but they, 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 they really don't get used. I mean, it's just like these really old ones from like the 1500s. We, we don't use them anymore, typically, but, uh, but they're still words that exist and maybe it's good to learn them for some reason. You got to learn your history and your history is things like cyberspace and cyberpunk and 
Cybernaut and Cyber Cafe. All right, uh, we got to move on to the next one. This is the last of the cyber words. That that was uh, well. I guess we'll get there in a second. So this word is cyber terrorism. Cyber terrorism. Maybe a cyber terrorist is hacking your cybersecurity, and uh, maybe they're going to cyber bully you. Cyber terrorism is a noun from 1994. Terrorist uh, activities intended to damage or disrupt vital computer systems. People people want to mess up your computer systems for some reason. Usually this is going to be more of a political thing or a, uh, you know, other countries. What was that? That show 24. Uh, there was That was all about um, stopping terrorists and there was a lot of, there was some, not a lot, but I guess I think there was some cyber terrorism going on there as well. I think I remember one season where that was part of it. Yeah. Terrorism through this, and and now, I mean, these days, that's like, feels like that's practically all it is. It's all in the computer, uh, the internet, changing things, sending information to make people think one thing or another, and it's all forms of terrorism. Next is cyborg. C-Y-B-O-R-G. Noun from 1960. 1960. And it is a bionic human. Bionic. Should we should we see if we can go back and uh, find the actual definition of that? I assume assume it would be in here. Let's see. I think I'm pretty close. B I O B I O. Let's flip to this page. Where is you? Bionic. We're oh so close. Here we go. Is it a problem that I just do not have any memory of this? Uh, bionic. Of or related to bionics, having normal biological capability or performance enhanced by or as if by electronic or electromechanical devices. So it's something biological with electronical stuff making it better. That's what a cyborg is. So many different mm, portrayals of cyborgs in in media and content. Uh, maybe I'll find some fun pictures of some of them over the years. Uh, but it uh, it came into being in 1960. What was the first one, I wonder? Um, I know there was that show, uh, Danger Will Robinson. Uh, I can't remember the name. Lost in Space was the name of the show. And then they, they uh, rebooted it recently on Netflix, I think. Uh, would, he, would that robot be considered a cyborg? I'm not sure. Also, it says a bionic human. I don't think it has to be a human. But I think it's... Uh, I mean, there's also Android, and that's a whole other thing. Hmm. But but the reason it's uh it's this like living thing along with electronics is because it is combining uh cyb cyb from cybernetic, which we learned about yesterday, and then also org org from organism. So it's an organism with computery stuff as well. Cyb org. And then, in Star Trek, there was the Borg, B-O-R-G. So I have a feeling they just took Cyborg and they shortened it down because those, the Borg is all uh, people who were living creatures that got turned into uh, 
half living, half electronical, half, you know, cyborgs. Borg. The Borg. Man, they, they really, they mess things up, that Borg. <laughs> Next is Cybrarian. It's like librarian, but with a C-Y. Noun from 1992, and it is a person whose job is to find, collect, and manage information that is available on the World Wide Web. And this is literally a blend of cyber plus librarian. I don't believe this job exists anymore. Your job is to find information on the internet, collect it, and manage it. Isn't that what, isn't that the job of the internet is to do all that? Or like people who program certain websites, how can one, how can people go do that? How do you, it just doesn't even make sense to me. If you are a cyberian, <laughs> I didn't even know this word existed, uh, or if you were, or if you know somebody who was, I, I want to talk to you. That's this is a, this is great. This this was my sound effect to to be sort of close to the word cyborg. The Transformers they're not cyborgs really, I don't think. But uh, has anybody delved into the? The history of the Transformers. Did they once were they once biological living things and then they just got electronics and computer parts added to them gradually? Huh, I wonder. I never followed it really. Okay. Uh next is I think I already did the sound effect, so I'm not gonna do it again. Sorry. Just have to deal with it. It is Psychid. I think that's how you would say it, although I would want to say Psychad. But I think it's just Psychid. C-Y-C-A-D. Noun from 1845. Any of an order, Psychadales, of dioecious Psychadophytes that flourished especially during the Jurassic and are represented by four surviving families of palm-like tropical plants. So these are plants. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So, okay, yeah, the order name is Cycadels, Cycadeles, one of those, and they are dioecious, dioecious, D-I-O-E-C-I-O-U-S. So many vowels. I don't know what dioecious means. Uh, dioecious cicatophytes. And uh, let's see, the, let's see, so the genus name is from the Greek cycas, or kaikas, with Ks, uh, which is a variation of koikas, which is from koiks, it's the plural of koiks, and I don't think that's how you pronounce that word, it's just a kind of palm, like a palm tree, a palm plant, so yeah, I wonder if, um, there was a cut scene from the first Jurassic Park movie, where uh, Loradern turn yeah uh she because she's a, a botanist she was an expert on the plants from you know millions of years ago and i i remember seeing it that she was like this this plant isn't supposed to be here it's extinct why is it here so i wonder if that might have been a uh, a psychid plant next is cycadioid cycadioid c-y-c-a-d E-O-I-D. Noun from 1860. Any of a division 
of extinct Jurassic to Cretaceous gymnosperms that differ from the cycadophytes chiefly in having the reproductive organs on the trunk embedded in a thick covering of bracts and scales. So it sounds like they are similar to the thing that we just read, the cycads, cycads, but but their reproductive organs are different on the trunk. Hmm. The division name is Cycadioidophyta, and then it says S-Y-N. Man, I really need to remind myself about what that means. Maybe, maybe let's just go take a quick, a quick look. No, I don't want to go to the pronunciation symbols. I want to go to the abbreviation page. S-Y-N. Is it here? Synonym. Okay, synonym? Uh, so it was the Cycadioidophyta, and then synonym Benetitophyta. Benetitophyta. I think that is it. So that's the division for the cycadioids. The etymology is, uh, you know, looks similar to cycad. Next is cycadophyte. It's uh, P-H-Y-T-E. So cycadophyte has already been mentioned twice in the last two words. Uh, So let's learn about it. It is a noun from 1911. Any of a division, cycadophyta, of usually unbranched, mostly extinct gymnosperms with pinnate leaves, large pith, little xylem, and a thick cortex that includes the cycads, cycadioids, and seed ferns. So I guess... The cycads and the cycadioids are all part of the cycadophytes. And if we look back at the definition, yes, cycad, it said that they are dioecious cycadophytes. And for cycadioid, I'm sure all of your brains have completely shut down. It's like you're just saying the same words over and over again. Yes, I understand your pain. Um, And I'm the one, I'm lucky because I have this book in front of me. And you just have to listen to this. So, and then, so cycadioid, they are... Uh, they oh they differ from cycadophytes so maybe they're not but this the cycadophyte definition said that it includes the cycadioids I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore but I like it it has a large pith and little xylem xylem is x y l e m okay. Oh, and then, uh, let's see, the etymology says it's from cycas plus the Greek phyton. That's the uh, the suffix here is phyte. Uh, so that means plant. But they're already a plant. So I wonder why it's like plant plant? It's a cycad plant? Cycads are already a plant? Hmm, interesting. Let's talk about something else. We have... Cycasen, Cycasen, C-Y-C-A-S-I-N, noun from circa 1965, a glucoside, C8, H16, N2, O7, that occurs in cycads and results in toxic and carcinogenic effects when introduced into mammals. So it sounds like these cycads are, uh, they're kind of poisonous. 
poisonous to uh, to mammals. Hmm. Psychosin. I wonder what what it what does it do to mammals? Don't eat cycads, or just cycads. Next is the prefix cycle or cyclo. Uh, it uh, it means number one, circle circle, as in the example cyclometer. So what is that meter gonna do? Well, we we will. We will learn about that uh, later. Later? Later. Um, trying to figure out where it is. Cy- uh, it's cyclometer. That's how you pronounce it. Not cyclometer. Cyclometer. That is going to be uh, two days from now. We'll learn about it later. But it's something to do with a circle. And then number two for the cyclo prefix, it means cyclic. So that's like a, like a, like a spiral, right? Cyclic? Cyclical? I think so. Uh, and the example here is cyclohexane, which will also be in the same episode two days from now, same episode with cyclometer. And uh, I think that is good for that. Next is cyclamate, or just cyclamate. Noun from 1954. An artificially prepared salt of sodium or calcium used especially formerly as a sweetener. So I guess that means that they just don't use it anymore. Back in the 50s, maybe the 60s, they used this cyclamate as a sweetener. I'm a guessing. I'm a guessing. Uh, Maybe I will uh, post some more information in the show notes so you can go learn more about it. But, But yeah, I have a feeling... It's not a very good, healthy thing for your body, which is probably why it's not used anymore. Like, uh, what's the other one? Aspartame. That still gets used, but it shouldn't. That stuff's bad for you. Next is cyclamin. Cyclamin. Or just cyclamin. C-Y-C-L-A-M-E-N. Noun from circa uh, 1550. Any of a genus, cyclamen, of old world plants of the primrose family having showy nodding flowers. I I wonder what the word nodding here means. Uh, Like like you're nodding your head. Uh, Do they move? Do they nod their heads? Probably not. Do they, uh, maybe the flowers like angle out in a weird way? I don't know. We'll learn about that when we get to the ends. Um, let's see. We we have all these... Uh, well, I guess like cyclamate, cyclamin, and all these other ones that are coming up, these are all probably all part of the, uh, the this cycle or cyclo prefix that we just had, which means either circle or cyclic. So let's see. I'm trying to see maybe these cyclamin flowers are cyclical in some way or have a circle somewhere. Hmm. uh, That's what I would guess, but I'm just not sure. Next, we got another one. It is cyclase or cyclase. Noun from 1946. An enzyme that catalyzes cyclization 
or cyclization of a compound, an enzyme that catalyzes cyclization of a compound. So there's a compound, and it needs to go through this process of cyclization, and uh, but it needs it needs something to get that going. That's what catalyzes it. It's a catalyst. is a thing that gets a thing going. That's just an easy way to describe it. So this this enzyme, this cyclase, is that enzyme that gets that process going in a compound. Uh, by the way, the example of this enzyme, there are, I guess, different ones. Uh, one of them would be adenylate cyclase, just to be more specific. Last word, cyclozacine, cyclozacine or cyclozacen. I like cyclozacine. C-Y-C-L-A-Z-O-C-I-N-E. Noun from uh, ma, 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 1966. An analgesic drug, C-18-H25-N-O, that inhibits the effect of morphine and related addictive drugs and is used in the treatment of drug addiction. And uh, looking at the etymology, it's just a bunch of scientific-y stuff, so I'm not going to describe it. But uh, yeah, I guess if you're, uh, let's see, it inhibits the effects. So if, you, if you're on some, uh, if you're addicted to drugs, maybe you need some cyclozacine to help you get off of it. But it's from 1966, so I don't know if this is something that is still used. But obviously, don't, uh, well, first of all, try not to get addicted to drugs. Second of all, don't go just grabbing random stuff. You got to talk to your doctor first. All right. So the words in this episode were cybersecurity, cybersex, cyberspace, cyberspeak, cybersurfer, cyberterrorism, cyborg, cybrarian, cycad, cycadioid, cycadophyte, cycosin, cyclo, cyclamate, cyclamin, cyclase, and cyclozacine. Well, what did I pick yesterday? I think I picked uh, cyberboo. No, I picked Sibylle. Um, so maybe I think I'm going to pick cybrarian as the word of the episode because, man, that's just it's just a great word and a great job that I don't think exists. I mean, what what do you do? What does a cybrarian do? What does a cybrarian do? I don't know. That's it. That's my song. All right. That was fun. Uh, let's see. What? Uh, a couple of movies I've watched. Uh, I went and saw Doctor Strange 2 because that just came out recently. And I didn't even know it was directed by Sam Raimi until the movie was over. But then I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I need to see it again uh, to sort of process everything. There was a lot going on. Uh, you know, all those movies are pretty long. So there's a, they pack in a lot of stuff, and uh, obviously you gotta you gotta watch all the older things, so you know what's going on. And um, you know if I'm if I'm comparing recent multiverse movies, um, I think I liked Everything Everywhere All at Once more just because it's just a very different movie, and you know I just enjoyed it more as a film. But if you're looking for some some fun crazy stuff that's very comic booky um that's you know 
there's there's a there's a level of realism that's a little bit weird in comic book movies and has been getting crazier and crazier so you know take that with a grain of salt um also we just watched uh, a movie from i don't know 13 years ago that i didn't know about called triangle and uh it's it's kind of horror thrillery um but uh but yeah i i was having some trouble with it but then as it went on i started to like it better and better uh so overall i enjoyed it there was some weird stuff but you know i understood why they had to make some decisions that they had to make uh but yeah overall it was a fun a fun movie um okay i think that's where i'm gonna stop this episode thank you very much for listening to me talk and until next time this is spencer dispensing information goodbye We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what what is is a Star Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.